0: The butterflies, the hate you feel, you can't disguise, it's animal, it's chemical, it's only human to hit so low. No!
1: Another edition of Mass Mats and madam I am your host, the Outlaw La Red. You can find me on Twitter at Justin Harvey seventy five. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMM Show seventy five. And before I forget, Mass Republic is on Amazon.
2: That's a terrible drop. <laughs> you, you, get your fucking boner pills, Lucha Loco boner pills. They're not selling the boner pills as much as I tried to pitch that to Kevin. He's not he's not having it. So maybe they're working on their own. Maybe they're gonna put him in the lucha loot crates instead. But uh nah, he they've they're selling shirts, Master Public shirts, on Amazon. And if you're a Prime member like me, you get free shipping. And if you're a Prime member like me, you also get Prime video, and there's some good shit on there. So hit me up for some suggestions. Just say, Casey, I got Amazon Prime, so I could get free shipping on my Mass Republic shirts, and I just want to know what a cool movie is to watch. I've got your back, because Amazon Prime is actually a better streaming service than Netflix, in my
1: opinion. Better than Netflix? Well, Netflix you, has a lot of good shows now. Like, if you're watching TV shows, it's probably better, but if you're watching movies, it's getting a little little thin.
2: <coughs> it is, and the horror selection on Amazon, um, I'm just not used to having a cough I button.
0: really enjoy like a man.
2: What, what what the fuck? What's this cacophony of sounds in the background? Where are you? That's Justin.
3: Can
1: they see us? Hi. We're live, Byron. Welcome. Welcome to your own show. Yeah, we're on the air.
3: <laughs>
1: we were just going to talk so much crap about Byron not being here because he was so excited about this episode and then he didn't show and then now all of a sudden there he is. You should totally punch Byron in the face because our viewers would love it. So
3: that's Casey.
1: Byron, can you even hear us?
3: This is Nora.
1: Hi, Nora. Hey, Nora. Hi, Byron. Can can you hear us, Byron?
3: We can't can't hear you.
1: You can't hear us. Do do you have... Okay, do you have a set of iPod earbuds?
3: I have... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah you should do
1: that <laughs> anyway casey while byron is getting himself together and getting muted by me um what were, you said you want to start off talking about something tonight oh yeah um uh, we we lost a great great
2: man uh over this last week uh i'm still here what are you talking about well you weren't godzilla justin that's true. I was not uh, Haruo Nakajima, the original Godzilla. He played him for years, all the way up to Godzilla vs. Gigant, which is the shit. Uh, he passed away due to pneumonia, 88 years old. And man, if you would have told me he was 88 and I didn't know his filmography and that he's been acting since like the 50s, I would have I would have called you full of shit because this man was full of such youthful exuberance that. I thought he was in his 60s, man, like, you know, he, um, I met him at a con, I met him at Monsterpalooza, they flew him in from Japan to do the show, and, uh, he didn't speak a lot of English, but, fuck, man, he was so excited to see the fans, like, uh, you know, you go to a lot of cons, you can see who's just barely putting up with fans and who's, like, really loving that they're there, you know? And this guy was so excited that there were all these people here that he's never met to see him. And he was just, like, really glad to meet you. Super nice, warm person. And this guy went through fucking hell to be Godzilla. And, you know, a lot of our a lot of our listeners are wrestling people, obviously. And, you know, if you think Mick Foley went through some shit for your entertainment, you got to <laughs> see what this guy went through in that Godzilla suit, literally almost drowning on his own sweat uh almost drowning in a fake ocean as well because once you fall down you can't get up that suit the first suit was made out of ready-mix concrete and latex so (laughs) it weighed 200 pounds and so if you fall down you're not getting the fuck back up and unless someone's helping you and sometimes you get a little too close to one of the buildings exploding you catch on fire you don't even know you're fucking on fire until people are running at you to try to put you out and shit it's crazy uh there's a documentary called men in suits that goes into this pretty deeply i highly recommend it to people it used to be on amazon prime i don't know if it still is but it's a fucking great documentary and uh despite all of this fucked up shit he is still he was still the nicest man in the world and he still loved what he did and he thought it was worth it because he entertained all these people around the world super fucking nice man horrible loss And, uh, he's somebody that's been getting a lot of love lately, a lot of tribute pieces to him and things like that. And that's because a lot of people met him and they got to know what a nice guy he was and how fucking cool this guy was that, you know, played Godzilla, man, fucking icon, you know? So,
1: uh, rest in peace, Nakajima-san, you're the fucking man. Nakajima-san, Nakutsura. Um, Byron... I we have a question from the chat room. Finish dealing with your uh, your bed bug problem. Is your bed bug problem fixed, Byron? Hi, Earth to Byron, are you there?
0: <laughs>
1: uh, which one are you talking to? You, you about your bed bug problem. Is that why you're not at your abode tonight?
3: You don't really joke about that in New York. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm
2: they're, they're, kidding. They're gonna just like throw a blanket over him and set him on fire outside if they think he actually has bed bugs. We, yeah, we shouldn't joke about that. It's normal to be. It's I thought you lived wake up in, every
1: day. I thought you lived in New Jersey anyway.
0: Oh, he wishes. No, no, yeah. I, I
3: haven't. I haven't sunk that omo like yet.
1: Hey, hey. Oh, look. I'm sure there's a couple New of Jersey, exits that are perfect for you.
3: Fucking
2: New Jersey's a beautiful place that brought
1: us trauma, and Jay and Trauma's Silent great. Bob. New uh, nice. Somerset's nice. Not every place in New Jersey is horrifying.
2: Onita was just there. The Great Atsushi Onita was just there.
3: I, yeah, that was a that was a fun time. He held up that promotion for more money, and all their exploding bats didn't work.
2: You know, it's great because he wasn't smart enough to do that when he was going to do it in L.A. He tried holding them up before he got here. So they just said, fuck you, stay home. This time, yeah. he went yeah, there it, and did it. Yeah. Yeah. So people saw him get in the building, and it, that's when he hold people up for money. I, I come from the Jim Helwig school of holding people up for money, so I know what's up. He's, he's getting smarter.
3: Um, Onita is a Japanese wrestler, he's the king of death matches, like exploding death matches, and he did one in New Jersey recently. Okay. And... Uh, so before the match, he was advertised for. He held him up for more money, and instead of doing a one-on-one, he did a three-on-three match instead. So he had to do less stuff, mm-hmm. and they had barbed wire bats stuff explode when they hit each other with them. It was oh kind of cool. God.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's also like 63 years old, I think.
1: So he's a little old for this shit, but he just keeps doing it. So it's it's yeah. great. Dante is killing me in the chat room. By hey. the way, when you're done watching us, go over and watch Dante's show because he'll probably be starting right about the time we finish. Um, the,
0: hey. the way too real, click hey party. I
1: a- no, I have a question for you first, and then then you can ask your question, Byron. You, you're um you're actually a TV producer, right? Yes. You you know the difference between like landscape and horizon, right? why are you why is your phone straight up and down <laughs> turn,
2: turn your phone in the other question direction
1: question is... <laughs> Come on, people want to fill up their whole screen with the image man shot composure shot composure no 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 trust me i make fun of people oh, for look at this that. all the time that, well oh. good so you, you won't be offended that you yeah. got made fun of this time
2: what's up case i gotta say paula o'keefe in the chat saw men in suits said it's fucking dope it was just on tv recently and uh hey so uh, check your local listings
3: question.
1: yeah byron what's your question
3: is is what's mr up? krabs in the chat room asking stupid questions again
1: no uh, no, no not yet no
3: holy shit no mr. Krabs is not-,
1: not off of work yet he's back at your apartment cleaning oh, okay. up the,
3: the bed bugs there's still. a guy in our so this is on youtube right now live and there's this one guy, Mr. Krabs, and he asks the most inane, dumb questions. Oh, he's a great guy. He's a no, loyalist. I, I fucking he, but he asks just, it's, the it's, best it's questions
2: at the most appropriate times. He's is not a living non sequitur, and I
1: fucking love that guy. <laughs> they are the best questions, mostly because they annoy. Do you the have any questions,
3: Byron? You're on. You're a host on the show now. Hey, that's
0: awesome.
3: Do you have any questions? That this is Justin. Uh, Did you know Justin has the same birthday as me? Except many years before me. Well, and, when you say um, many,
1: it's not that many. It's not like a decade or anything. See, it's dude, like,
2: he's cheating. So we can't ask Nora who she thinks is the youngest member of our cast.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, that is the thing that we do. That is. Well, I mean, if we're going right, by youth, right right good looks, it's me. Well, <laughs> it's maybe. Nora. Well, Justin's Nora. half black, so he's going to look younger than us no matter what.
0: Lucky
1: but what is that the, supposed to mean is that some kind of racial comment byron yes are you
2: doing, it's, it's, a, racial? it's a compliment it's it's like yes. black, don't, black crack. don't crack
3: everybody knows that
2: yeah it's Dude, have racism. you guys seen well, morgan guys Freeman recently? jesus christ byron are you gonna insul- insult him again by saying he has a large penis too jesus christ oh, this is terrible <laughs> no that was part, part of stereotype that
3: was Working on the show up in the mountains, and uh, we had this contest March first as our birthday, and um, <laughs> we had different games that we played. One of the games, yeah, which was going. Um, one of the games. What were the games, was, Byron? What were Byron, the games? By the way, like we ended up even.
1: No, like, what we were the tried. games? Build a build Everyone a wooden drunk that they Yeah, build I a won. wooden airplane.
3: A um a a. Some yeah. kind of
1: throwing contest, um,
3: some kind of drinking. He broke event. his shoulder right beforehand too.
1: Yes, yeah. Justin nearly
2: got Man. killed in an automobile accident while filming the show. So no, he, Byron, he on, no,
1: he slipped on ice. He,
2: yeah, but on arm—he rolled
3: in a truck.
1: He rolled my, in a truck. My, no, my arm was dangling no. from the socket, Byron. You took advantage of a cripple, of a cripple. That's what you did. This is how you play. Whatever this is this is way. not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You dirty, evil ginger.
3: Whatever it you're takes. You're just a mean, evil But one of, the games, one of the games was not fair because they played on the stereotype of him being half black. Um, by the way, he's as much ginger as I am. He doesn't want to tell anyone this. Wait, no. And, you're talking about the um, measuring contest? I won so that fair and square. So the game consisted of the showrunner who was the MC of the game gave Justin a ruler, gave me a ruler. How about a like yardstick Mine was a regular size ruler. Great and episode. He gave you, go, you as much you ruler did. as you needed. <laughs> and that's how you guys met? You get the right <laughs> okay.
1: and it wasn't a yardstick, it was a meter stick to be fair. So it my results
0: it's really only thing. count in Canada.
1: Okay. and i met met
2: byron in high school we went to high school together he was a good four years ahead of me no he's he's actually the youngest one on the podcast um but yeah we uh we would just talk about wrestling and that's why our spanish sucks because it was during
3: spanish class. yeah we're in spanish class
1: uh
2: for urban uh, and uh,
3: Uh,
1: baby baby arms have nothing on me (laughs) okay no, look, before before I get before we get way, way off track, I did want to say tonight that uh, I was going through some of our stats, and I'm pretty sure of any podcast out there that talks about wrestling, we may have the highest percentage of female listeners and viewers. So to the ladies out there who actually uh, enjoy and watch our program, uh, I have to say thank you very much, and I apologize for all of the highly inappropriate things we've said over the years, but we're probably not going to stop. So sorry about your damn one. I don't know uh, what you're talking, talking about, about Justin. Uh,
2: we
0: really do. We so have a Luke very John high female
1: yeah. listenership. It's very interesting. That's
0: awesome. Um,
3: the the Turnaround show, uh, they had, I think, the first like world champion that was a female wrestler. Her name was Sexy Star. Pure greatness. Um, she she's a she's a great character, and it's you know it's really well written. Except the Casey ha- is still upset about her being champion to this because day because she
2: she's Why? a horrible she's a horrible wrestler and a horrible person in real life. I'm just pass I'm just saying that I'm just passing along information I've heard. So. Uh, yeah. What's she going to do? Complain to the bosses of the podcast and get me fired like she did
3: Superfly? What?
1: Oh, man. She's going to make you take your mask off.
3: Literally, Bray and Media. Yeah. No, it's just,
1: right.
3: she's done a bunch of bullshit.
1: Hey, speaking of, of a bunch of bullshit, yeah. I think we now have to officially um, cop to the fact that Vampiro, Johnny Mundo, Taya, and everyone completely hoodwinked the entire wrestling world. You know
2: what's funny is they hoodwinked you guys. I've been in on this since the beginning. I was let in very early on and I was just acting hoodwinked and I'm a fucking excellent actor. Guys,
3: guys, guys. Yes, Byron. Yes. Nora doesn't know what you're talking about. Can you fill her in on the backstory? It's
0: all good. I'll catch up.
3: She really wants to know. (laughs)
1: Well, I I don't have enough time to recap the entire story, but needless to say, down in AAA in Mexico, um, there was an angle where uh, Taya was stripped of her championship and uh, her boyfriend, the triple mega whatever champion of all the belts. None none of these words make sense without more backstory. (laughs) So it's okay.
0: I'll be Wikipedia later.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, eventually this will be the stuff of legend because it turned into the biggest uh, work ever and kudos to Vampiro who looked like a complete moron through the whole thing but I hope that people now give him respect for taking it on the chin and letting himself look like a moron but it came out basically uh, you know I was reading through Lucha Blog and some of Meltzer's stuff and basically people realized through the backstage video segments and where they were filmed and how they were filmed that the timelines of the story that was put out and the story that was um, real did not match up.
2: Yeah, like so maybe don't film shit in the same room if it's supposed to take place in different cities. Maybe. No, but
3: who cares? It's great that it's so, a like, work they now. Did shows over the course it's, of months. It's fine. And they play vignettes from backstage on these different shows, but they're all in the same arena. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, and that arena was
1: used bef- a day before this timeline was supposed to have started. So it made it very obvious that everybody was in on it. The whole thing was a work, though. I do believe there's still a little piece of truth to the whole thing, which is the fact that Taya really was not available for a date that they wanted her and they wanted her to do this thing with Sexy Star. And I do believe she was legit pissed, probably at Sexy Star for not letting her have the time and ability to drop the belt in a way that was a little bit more professional um and i do believe that Here's that part of it was part. real um yeah, it was from real there part that i was never gonna months. i don't think ty was ever really gonna quit i think she was yeah. accepting of the situation just not very happy about it i think yeah. they used that to work up a little you know shoot field to the whole thing and um you know but looking at it in retrospect if you look at mundo's promos afterwards dear lord how could that have ever been a a, a real I shoot i know <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, so Mundo was calling, he was mad at Vampiro in the storylines, and you would call him a turd cutter. <laughs> it's great, great name. Put, someone's mad at you and calls you a turd cutter, you're not sweating it. Like, this guy's <laughs> nah. a bird, I don't care.
1: I don't know. That's actually, I don't know. Turd cutter might actually get me, get me heated. Just saying. We'll, we'll keep that in, we'll keep that one in our pocket then.
2: But, uh, I just want to say right, that s- I was right, and the chat room knows that I was right, because I said... I said, if it is a work, only AAA is stupid enough, stupid enough, to do an English language work when they don't even have an IPPV deal for this pay-per-view that they're hyping in English. So they're doing an English angle for a Spanish-speaking audience, and uh, nice work. Not even but, subtitles. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, but at the so end Casey's of the day, the really part, upset. the part that was really a shoot was uh, was Taya being a little miffed, and and that is. You know, I heard from way too many people that know her and saw her that weekend and right after it that, you know, she was walking around pissed. And I don't think she was working it that deep and working her friends and whatnot. I mean, Dante's even saying in the chat room right now that CJ uh, said that, that she was pissed to him, too. And I think she said it to Thunder and a couple other people like, look, she was she was legit upset. But the rest of it after that. All the work, guys. All the freaking work. They got us. And know, funny
3: them. thing about this is the wrestler that Casey doesn't like, Sexy Star, had a disagreement. Her had to leave the company AAA. and then um, and so this whole thing revolves around her coming back to work for them and them just giving her the female championship.
1: Oh, she deserves mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, she does. Um, I say with no irony whatsoever, she deserves it. <laughs> hey, Casey, does, yeah. does Ray Horace does Ray Horace really have heat with Conan? Uh sounds like it. Fuck, man. Okay, so here's what happened. Um sorry, Byron, I just muted you for a second because the background noise was was loud, but you can unturn yourself off mute anytime you want.
2: Okay, so Conan did Podcast Boom, his Spanish language podcast. Boom. And uh he said that uh Ray Horace didn't want to, has a big ego and didn't want to work the second card, uh, the second match in the card in TJ because he's used to being on top. And that's the thing that some of our American fans might not really understand. There really is kind of a hierarchy of matches and where you're placed on a card in traditional Lucha Libre. But you know what? Crash isn't exactly traditional Lucha Libre, they got a pretty stacked card from top to bottom. Being in their second match doesn't mean the same as being in the second match on, like, a CMLL show or even a A
1: show. No, Conan uh, wants to throw heat out there early and then kind of wane yeah, yeah. off in the middle for an intermission and then come back big, right? Right, and if you look at his card setup, you kind of
2: see that. Like, he'll put some, some big stuff at the beginning and then uh, kind of pick it back up again like that. Uh, he's not doing traditional booking. Uh, there's, there might be more to it. Like maybe he was offered main events somewhere else and decided to do that instead. But, um, yeah, now, now he's kind of getting buried. So like, that's directly Conan burying him. And that's how we got the news in the first place. That's so, harsh. so yeah, that's there's, hot. there's some heat there, but, um, it sucks. Cause he's, he's a dope wrestler, man. Like, you know, we love him as dragon Azteca as much as we make fun of him on the show and <laughs> way, uh good, dadge. good old yeah. dad <laughs> but uh i'm sorry that he has a character that his whole character is that he's really stupid that is his character like if you if you look at any scene that he's in just think what's the dumbest thing that can happen and he does it every fucking time so is that his fault or is that is that the writing's fault no but or I, is I'm that just, intentional i'm just saying That's it's just his. Wondering. i'm just saying it's his character it's how he comes across right like it's a character trait like matanza being hungry and scary dragon azteca is a good wrestler that's dumb
1: and i mean i know we know a few of those in real life uh may
2: have been doesn't
0: that
1: infringe a little bit on puma's gimmick yeah just kidding no we're not he's not dumb he just isn't very good on the microphone yet um Anyway, so sorry, I'm not trying to trying to harsh the guy out. I know a lot of people who listen to the show are friends of his. I apologize. Kind of? Really? Dear. Not really. All right. So, another quick thing I he want to touch talk on, but okay, yeah. What's He up, is no, wrestler. he's great. He's great. I'm sorry. He is great. We love him. He's from Boyle Heights. Um, so <laughs> we had this, you, <laughs> We had this uh we had this this vote going, this poll going of <laughs> If you think El Rey should immediately uh, give the green light for some more episodes of Lucha Underground, or yes. if you think that they should wait and uh, potentially lose more fans and talent. No, and then we had the second poll that I did, the unanimous poll
2: that people would rather see us talk about the great video game known as Bad Dudes instead. And,
1: uh, and, like, of course it's unanimous. There's only like one vote, and it was your mom. And that was me. It was me. Oh okay. And
2: you know what? Bad dudes is the shit because you're a fucking team of martial arts experts that just wear like wife beaters and like sweatpants and they're bad enough dudes to rescue the president from ninjas because the president's- Well look, if you were gonna patrol,
1: patrol the streets that would be the appropriate uniform, would it not? Nah dude, if I was gonna patrol the streets I'd
2: probably have like more spikes just because, like, I would want to feel like I was in a Mad Max movie. Maybe like a sweet cod piece. Just because, fuck, what else are you gonna to get to wear a cod piece? You know, um, I'm not Paul. Labyrinth, Labyrinth, Labyrinth Part Two, dude. We told you, Labyrinth. That was his dick, bro. That was not a cod piece.
1: See, Byron's nodding, right, Byron? Byron would know. You're the expert on these things, Byron. You say Byron says yes. Big David Bowie fan, but, um, dude. Uh, well, we were talking about cod pieces. No, we were going to talk about this poll of whether or oh. not Lucha Underground Season 4 should get a green light and what's going on with this whole Lucha Underground thing. I've talked about it on this show. i talked about it on Way Too Real. I talk about it in DMs every day. I talk about it to my mom. I talk about it to everybody. There's this thing going on where there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to get to the point where now, guys, I know that were the guys that got me to love Lucha Underground are mad at Lucha underground for not having their shit together. And the problem is they don't even know who to be mad at anymore. Even though I keep saying who to be mad at as directly as I can, without well, Justin, I'm one of those in.
2: people and I know who to be mad at.
1: And I told everyone who to be mad at last week, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, how much more clear we can spell it out, but, at the, but let like, me spell it out.
2: <laughs> e L space. R e y. That's who you gotta be mad at.
1: Okay, there you go. Yes, yes, and no. I mean, you have to be. You have to be mad at them from from doing this thing. Let's just so higher up. Well, but it, look, it's still them at the end of the day. It's it's their end of this puzzle that needs to get solved. I feel like they're the they're the holdup here. You know, mm-hmm. to to put it bluntly, like what's up? What's up? Like. Come on, skip. Come on, Robert. Can you guys not make this thing happen somehow? Can you not get somebody to to shake the magic purse strings and just get this thing back? Like why is this so dang hard? It's it's not like it's going to put your numbers through the roof. We already know that, but it does a solid number. The numbers have been been going in a good direction. The show is still a good quality show. It hasn't Dude, especially any.
2: this week. Holy shit. Yeah, great this episode. week. Was great. Yeah.
1: And we're going to get into that, and we're going to give it all the props in the world. But before we give out the props, we got to get in the digs of, dude, what the fuck is going on here? Why am I? I like I was expecting to open my emails a few weeks ago and see like a hey, uh, it's coming back, or you know to to look at the Twitter feed and and see that Not Yoni had posted that season four was coming back, mm-hmm. but no, none yeah, of this.
2: And I was expecting to open my email and see, ah, goddamn, pal. Uh, I thought I was going to buy it, Oh, pal.
1: <laughs> so He's at this point, like, first of all, I, I was really hoping to like, be able to plan some dates for fall to go to a couple more tapings and to hopefully get some of my friends back on the bandwagon for Lucha and get them excited about it. That's what I was hoping for. No such luck was to be had. Now, I will be happy if the show is back for tapings tapings at the beginning of 2018 i i think we're past the point of even realistically seeing a single taping happening in 2017 oh, i think that no. should has sailed
2: if it takes three months no way i mean four uh,
1: theoretically yeah okay yeah four then Theoretic- five, theoretically yeah. four if you're looking historically back at the the previous seasons and what it what it took to turn it around without without previous knowledge like it was a little easier between one and two because of the timeline of the pickup (laughs) but that's it i mean like there's the timeline is blown here guys and like i don't know what they do with talent at this point can you just you can't just hold these guys indefinitely well i mean like somebody's gonna
2: file a lawsuit and somebody's gonna ruin the whole show doing this and it's gonna happen and it fucking sucks, but that's where I see this going.
1: Either they start. I don't taping. know. If, I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know if that'll happen for a couple of reasons, a few of which I can't say. But before it got really far down that line, I think that you would more likely just see some guys leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would be like some of the old days where, you know, contracts might still be in place, but at the same time, there's contracts, and then there's a reasonable expectation of those contracts. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point in time, if you can't just give it a green light and let it go, you, you, you can't hurt these guys. Like, that, is, that was never the point of Lucha Underground. It was never to piss people like Trevor off or Sammy or Cobb or any of these guys. That was never the point. No, it was but to give them a sweet fucking platform to perform. And they got yeah. that, but now they can't perform. Well, now yeah. they're getting pissed because they feel like they're being held back, but that's not, that's not what's going on. Nobody is intentionally being held back for any stretch of the imagination. No one is not getting money that they could be getting. There's not like some secret coffers somewhere with a pile of money that's being hidden away from them like Vince has done in the past. There's not some pay-per-view revenue that's not being shared. There's not some great T-shirt sales that is, you know, missing from people's pockets because that money was always earmarked to pay back the initial investors in Lucha Libre FMV. So it's not like the the talent is missing money, but what they're missing is opportunity. They're missing the, the like there's not gonna be a smooth flow to it. These guys are starting to get over now. Like you see Sammy Callahan finally in a good gimmick that gets over, that isn't the crap that he was doing in WWE. <laughs> and thank God for him, he's taking it out to the indies and like inhabiting that character and the stuff he's doing at Wrestle Circus and some of these other places is phenomenal. And then you got guys like like Ar Fox, who hasn't turned on social media ever, who is being skyrocketed into the limelight of, by Lucha Underground. But there's not going to be any momentum to it at this point. What's going to happen? We're going to get to this awesome uh, Ultima Lucha Trace season finale, ending four part four parter. It looks like I just saw the whole rundown um, of the remaining episodes. You got that coming up. You got this awesome, you know, celebration of things at the one hundredth episode for Lucha Underground. You've got this big Ray Johnny match coming up. There's big stuff coming. And there's not gonna be any way to follow it up. No, and it's not for season four. There's not gonna be any live touring. Yeah, no. like like all the stuff we were hoping for before, the extra stuff, they can't even get the regular stuff to happen right, right. now. Right.
0: And so everybody's
1: talking about more t-shirts and merchandise and touring and don't even worry about
2: that. Yeah.
1: It's like, come on thinking about any of that. All you should be worried about right now is, are they going to get a season four in the foreseeable future? I do believe it's going to happen at some point, but waiting till summer of 2018 before a green light comes for some new version of the show, because everybody's Mm -hmm. gone. That's not acceptable. And you know what, Justin? Unacceptable.
2: I'm going to give the audience something good to watch in the meantime. How about that? Okay, please do. What's okay. Your,
1: is this your match of the week? Fuck yeah, it's my match of the week, Justin. Oh, Ladies it's a and gentlemen, good welcome to our new segment, Casey's Match of the Week. Professor Casey,
2: at Lucha Gringo. What's up? Go to my Twitter right now, at Lucha Gringo, and uh, check out the pinned tweet there. That is my match of the week for this week. And I... I am a globetrotter when it comes to professional wrestling, and I brought you something
1: from Argentina. Okay. Now, what's the name okay. of this promotion? Titanes, something like uh, Titanes
2: Titan- in NL Ring and yeah, Titans uh, of
1: the Ring, Giants of the yeah. Ring, basically,
2: right? And fuck, man, this promotion is the craziest shit you will ever see. And I and I I've seen some crazy shit. If you watch last week's match with the guy wrestling the gorilla, pretty crazy. This now. You have the Lord of Darkness, Count Dracula,
1: facing off against Tarzan. I know okay. I live in Tarzana, so I gotta I gotta go for Tarzan here, even though I'm in Cleveland right now. By the way, I, I was in Kansas City when I did Dante's show. I was in Chicago last week. I'm in Cleveland this week. I'll be back in Kansas City next week, I think, for the show. Anyway, I have a question for you about this match, Casey, because I did yeah. watch it. Um, was that hard way, blood? Nah, dude, he had a fucking blood capsule in his mouth. Like, uh, it was. I wasn't expecting it though. It was
2: amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, what you guys have to see about this match without spoiling too much of it is my favorite part is Dracula fucking wrestles like Dracula. This isn't like Gangrel on the WWE. Your favorite wrestling vampire, probably because who who wants to talk about Canadian vampires? But uh, this guy you know, Gangrel, he would be hopping around, he'd be smiling. Once in a while, he'd spit some blood. Not very vampire-like. This Dracula, he fucking wrestles like a vampire. And what do vampires do? They bite people. And it is the highlight of the match. It's only like, you know, five minutes of your life that you'll never get back, but you'll thank me after you watch the Lord of Darkness, Count Dracula himself, take on the King of the Apes, Tarzan, accompanied by Jane.
1: I'll give it to you this week. I think this one is actually worth uh, a a quick Oh, and what else is dope that you'll see in the beginning? And uh, one thing I got to warn you because I didn't warn Justin.
2: For some reason, like, it only has one side of the audio. So if you're one of those one earbud people and you're not hearing something, (laughs) pop in your other earbud because they they fucked up the audio transfer somehow. But uh, they have a live band performing their themes as they come to the ring and uh dracula's theme is a bootleg version of the dark shadows theme and it is fucking awesome like that's worth the price of admission alone because i don't think enough of you motherfuckers watched survival tobito wrestling an actual gorilla last week and i'm trying to pissed
1: it was ridiculous man so nobody knew what to make of that casey come on
2: i want that feeling every week justin I want Look, them to watch that and say, what the fuck did I just watch? Like you did when he watched the clip. Alberto if
1: Alberto is watching. He can be your gauge because you and Alberto, though he is way more sane than you. Alberto Muerto, he definitely has a similar taste to you in, in a lot of things. He's also, he's a He-Man fan. He likes horror movie stuff. If anybody out there can give it the seal of approval, I feel like it needs Alberto's seal of approval. And then from there we'll know if Casey's match of the week is working or if this segment needs to be canceled,
2: no, you know what? What is canceled is face off because fuck it. And this is the new face off segment. Casey's match okay, of the look,
1: week. Okay, look, look, I got to tell you. I went to watch face off this week and what happened was I saw that there was like four episodes of the magicians that I hadn't watched. So then I watched that and then I was like, Oh shit, there's three episodes of the expanse. I haven't watched. So then I watched that and then I was like, Oh, this killjoy show looks pretty good. Let me watch that. I did everything on sci-fi's website except watch <laughs> face off.
2: Completely- Dude, you know what I've been watching is this, uh, this documentary on Amazon prime called the video game years that so they go through all the eighties and talk about the video games released. And it's, uh, like, the audio kind of sucks on it, but the rest of it is pretty good. And uh, it's just because, like, they interviewed people with lav mics and then, like, just the
1: camera mics sometimes and then, yeah. like, a blue
3: mic. And and just, you,
1: do I have to turn you back on? Is that the problem? You can't unmute yourself, Byron?
3: Oh, I didn't know I, that. I, I, I did unmute myself. <laughs> and I it didn't work? myself, and I've been trying to talk for, like, at least 30 seconds. <laughs> I, I can mute and unmute, and I think it's independent of what you do oh that's hey, what's up to alberto that's it that's all you did all <laughs> yeah. this
1: hand jive stuff just to say what's up to alberto
3: yeah dude, alberto's he
1: fucking
2: <laughs> he's the man dude he just like on facebook and shit he just took some yeah. pictures of this e-man collection it's pretty impressive pretty impressive sir i i will be very happy when you donate it to he's me. the guy you say hi to
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so we do need to get into this episode of *Lucha Underground*, but I, I have, to, I promised one person out there that I would talk briefly about *Game of Thrones*. Um, it, I'm it, not going to give any spoilers for it. for people okay. like Byron who still haven't watched. Are you? It.
3: I can participate in this. She so know Nora this can do episode? this. Nora can do? Okay, well, well, point. maybe,
1: well, maybe Nora can answer this question for me.
3: I don't want to give spoiler alerts either, because
1: no, I'm it's not, not about spoilery. Story. Do you feel like now that Benioff and Weiss have run out of the real source material that they're they're hot-shotting some of the storyline where it doesn't make sense? Like, they get to big battles and you don't feel the connective tissue. All of a sudden, you know, Ari is talking to Nymeria and, like, you don't know why because you're losing all this backstory stuff that George R. R. Martin would have spent five chapters on in a book. Like, am I crazy? Right.
3: and it started last season, too. Yeah, like absolutely. The last season is when they actually went away from the books. Like the end of season, what are we on season seven? The end of season five is on the last book ended.
1: Yeah, so and they have now little pieces of the it left, right.
3: Yeah, it makes a total difference.
1: And it feels, it doesn't feel disjointed and it feels like they're hitting the high points and the high points are really good, but I feel like the, the level of exposition and storytelling is not to the level that it could be. And I'm just yeah, kind, and of, it's also uh, super kind of missing cheesy. it.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, as soon as they ran out of material, too, I noticed that the flipping back and forth between stories got worse. Instead, they would just do 20 minutes with this character, then 20 minutes with this character. And, like, they forgot how to interweave the stories. So who that? Mm-hmm. Who that Case? It's Byron's favorite wrestler. Hey.
2: Roman Reigns. Huh? Oh. oh
3: Is that a, no. a
2: Shield reunion photo? Yeah, at the fucking... Uh, Burger King, it's great. Because <laughs> that's healthy. Hey, it doesn't. It, look, when you're a professional wrestler and you're living on the
1: road, healthy is a, a relative term. That's all. Right, when you're a professional wrestler and you're already on the juice, it doesn't really matter what you eat. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking
3: about with Game of Thrones, by the way. I don't know any of those names. Yeah, would, it's been five
1: years. Five years you've had to catch I, up. I, I finished season one. There's only like <laughs> 10 episodes a season, and now they're only doing like seven or eight.
3: This is I not can only like a huge so much rape and incest and murder at a time.
0: The last couple of seasons, but you're like missing six,
1: all yeah. you're missing all the best rape and incest and murder.
3: Mm-hmm, that's true, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, and you, you become desensitized to so it, you needed to be desensitized.
1: I actually read an article today that the girl who played Sansa, who was 12 when she auditioned to be in the show, now she's 21, um, that she pretty much learned everything she knows about sex from scripts from Game of Thrones when she would get her copies of the script.
0: That's crazy. Really
1: frightening. Like, I don't want to know what her her love life is like. It's got to be pretty twisted.
3: Right.
1: Not to mention the fact that she's one of the characters that... Yeah, that she's one of the characters that gets totally... Oh, is this a spoiler for you, Byron? Stuff that happened like two years ago on the show. Is that a spoiler for you?
3: Yeah. Don't ruin it for me. Okay, how we'll about Big Brother? It. Have you been I'll watching watch Big it.
1: Brother, Byron? It's like the best season of Big Brother ever.
3: I haven't, but I saw DJ on it. I saw his scene. Oh, when that's when he was it. shouting at
1: uh, Psychopathic Cody?
3: That's a pretty good when scene. he was the crazy yoga instructor.
0: Yeah, I have heard yeah. that cast that shout
3: you no, know my friends. Well, I worked on that show once. Really? Yeah, season six, like oh, wow. a while ago. If but, you have uh, friends like, that
1: cast it, you got to get my stepbrother on there. He wants to be on badly, and he's like, "You know people that work on it." I'm like, "Yeah, but that's I can't get you on because of that."
3: <laughs> right now, I know people that cast it, and they were literally just searching on Facebook, or they would like post Facebook statuses being like, "We need like
0: a weird, quirky, nerdy girl, but like it's not ugly." <laughs>
1: well, those people <laughs> deserve really the most credit for, for this season. Those people are geniuses. <laughs>
2: Oh, shit, Wait, Annabelle I, comes out this weekend? God damn it, Alberto. F- why am I doing this actually, podcast?
1: It's actually out right now. I got offered free tickets to go see it, but I'm oh, not Oh, dude, to I heard anymore. this
2: one's good. The first one was a piece of shit that ripped off the ending from The Exorcist, but this one is supposed to be great.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The long trailer I saw of it's really good. It's pretty scary, actually. You
2: about the doll from
3: the country? Yeah. Uh-huh. So scary. I edited a horror so, movie about a doll. It's really bad. What's that? I edited a horror movie about a doll really yeah it's really bad, bad. Yeah, yeah i believe it i believe in
1: haunted dolls hey byron yeah i want you to talk about this episode of lucha underground because okay. your reaction in the dm earlier was like that of a four-year-old girl seeing the my little pony movie trailer uh, it was pretty epic uh,
3: I, I mean byron. like you are the
1: brony of lucha underground in more I ways than take one.
3: Offense. i want to take offense to what you're saying you can't. And I'm the host. I'll, I'm taking offense to what you're saying. Well, don't. I'm,
1: it's a compliment. Okay. Okay. Uh,
3: compared to a four-year-old girl. As okay,
1: a but just tell me your thoughts on the show. I okay. want to see okay. if you're going to go completely out of order like normal, or if you've actually got your yeah. act together this week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, uh, that's funny, oh, Justin.
3: Yes.
1: That's what? funny. Well, I have um, notes here. I can save him, but I'm just curious yeah. to see if you if he has any
3: recollection Dude, I, of
1: I watched this today and I can't even tell you what
2: the order of events was. Yeah, yeah,
3: no. I could tell you everything about the show. It was really good. You could go to my Instagram stories to see all the vital highlights, which are pictures of us in the audience.
1: Oh, fuck
2: um, yeah. That's that yes, FaceTime for right? us lots. Yeah.
1: There was yeah. lots. Yeah. Uh, and props to my broadside. boys uh, Will and Charlie who were actually right behind yeah. us. Yeah. Our our newbies who came with us.
3: It was awesome. It was a blend of the the story vignettes, like major storyline progression, and then in addition to that, they also had their heavyweights. They had Millie a thousand deaths uh, against Sammy Callahan. Was, those are two guys who have storyline connection. What well, Sammy Plus Callahan? Sammy Callahan them. is no.
1: in is in Wrestle Circus. Yeah,
0: I
3: don't I know that's who so. you're talking about? Who's Sammy talk Callahan, Fraser's brother Jeremiah. Jeremiah Crane. Jeremiah jeremiah crane he's, he's Fraser's brother on the left and mm-hmm. um they beat the hell out of each other and they have a connection through Bill mortis's uh man wait 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 you've already
1: you, you byron Katrina, byron you've already seen a, a, a major
3: plot point with a necklace byron there's a necklace with her mother which by the you, way we just found out it was her mother Joe, byron is a big deal what? Byron,
1: you you you've completely assassinated the entire Lucha Underground review portion of this show in like five minutes.
3: Yeah, Can you believe Can
1: you how believe did you do that? I have to. I'm gonna have to go and edit this whole
2: thing now. How did you go that don't, out of order? i edit it because I am going to just completely save this, Justin. I'm going to save it Hold because much on. like much Hold like this podcast having a lot of female viewers because of me, this episode of Lucha Underground will as well because they showed my beautiful face multiple times throughout the episode. It was great. Sometimes I had a mask on and sometimes Byron did too because we were like Mil Muertes twins in the front row, but it didn't show him come up and say what's up to us like he actually did yeah. during the match. Wow. And it didn't show Tejano get fucking pissed at me during the match, which I was kind of sad because that
3: shit was hilarious. Okay, well, Tejano can we go back to the first Pentagon match? Pentagon Dark, who's our favorite. And oh my god, was, that's like, the third match! The Pentagon in the near where we were, Casey yeah. yelled at him like "sermiedo," which is Miedo, Zero Fear in Spanish. And then Tejano looked at Casey and said, Sarameto, this. And then he tried to do something, the Pentagon beat him.
2: Uh, yeah. Sarah Miedo this, and then he fucking lost. That's what we think of Tejano. <laughs> How's your cheering section, bro? That
1: dude is so dumb. Does anybody, does anybody know where this show's going? Tejano has a cheering anybody?
3: section <laughs> at ringside.
1: What, what happened? Okay. can I Can I just rewind here for just a second? Just a quick second. Like, hey, the first match was super important because the rabbit's foot was actually <laughs> given to the rabbit tribe, and it worked. They freaking won. Yeah. Can I shit on it, though? Paul Lundin, Moussor, Saltador, the 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 and Checkers versus the Worldwide Underground, Taya, Ricky, and PJ um, with Jack and his whiteboard. Come on. We didn't even talk about Jack and his whiteboard. That was amazing.
2: Jack and his whiteboard was great because he called the whole audience pendejos, and they didn't even fucking get it, and it was amazing.
3: Do you know who was friends with the Mad Hatter?
1: (laughs) (laughs) so amazing the, the march the, hair show
3: what what what's the what's the story what's the old table of it's rabbit, alice rabbit, in
2: wonderland it? jesus christ first alice of all wonderland. and the show yeah. has it all fucked up because they talk about the mad hatter being friends with the white rabbit when he was friends with the march Hare, but we won't we won't shit on that look look it's really simple the the
3: rabbit rabbit like based off of Like the LSD part of that whole story.
1: No, look, if you took a bunch of Molly and then you went to see a Clockwork Orange, you'd pretty much end up in Alice in Wonderland, which is what this group of wrestlers is. Or if you,
2: if you, if Willy Wonka and Alex the Drew had a butt baby, it would be Paul London. But a very talented (laughs) butt baby.
1: Very, very talented. Best gimmick ever.
2: So, so anyway
3: three-on-three match for medallions and there's a gift of the god's belt where you need like seven medallions each medallion represents one of the tribes involved in its ancient aztec underground fighting league so they're they were competing for three of the medallions and everyone with the medallion when they all get one has a match together and the winner gets the belt and then they get to the god's belt has <laughs> so all the medallions in you it an opportunity. Sounds
2: like a video game. It's a a rip-off of a show that was a rip-off of a video game, more or less, but... (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay, Casey, you said you were gonna shit on this. (laughs) Yeah! Why are you giving a fucking tag team three of the coins that make up the most uh, important singles title in the promotion? So that they can get squashed
1: when they get to the next Gift of the Gods match? (laughs) It's okay. It's okay, you know? I'm just... Look, realistically, we're setting up squash fodder for the future, right? Yeah, but I mean,
2: I love all three of these guys. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's weird. Uh, I'm glad it's not Son of Havoc, though. That's all I'm saying, because fuck Son yeah, of Havoc, there's right?
1: Still, there's still several other medallions. So. Oh, that's right. Look, anyway, I got to say this. The, uh, the salty door checkers butt grab on Taya was a pretty bold move, because Taya um is kind of a killer (laughs) i was actually kind of afraid for his life and i don't think i caught it when we were there live i don't remember shit because it was like over a year ago
3: what did you say byron i I was telling nora that taya uh is a female wrestler but one who's tough and actually hang and then according to some people should have been champion before sexy star who doesn't know how to run the ropes
1: First of all, we don't need to call Taya a female wrestler because she's just a wrestler, yeah. and she's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, she's Canadian.
3: <laughs>
1: well, okay, we can we can call her a Canadian wrestler. Yeah, we can do because that. that automatically implies anyway. to, more or less the, the Saltador dive over the post. I thought was a pretty awesome spot, yeah. and yeah. I liked uh, what was what was uh, London's move called now the, the long strange trip or something like a, a shooting star oh, press shooting basically
2: star? it's a shooting star press that's what it's fucking called yeah. Matt Stryker can call shit whatever yeah. he wants to call it but I call things what they're really called
1: and that was a shooting well star but press. I mean since Billy Kidman has there really been a shooting star press out there as a regular finisher yes he beat Kidman for the rights to the shooting star press see Byron
2: fucking remembers it was like the only good thing happening the at the stars. time yeah
3: they had, had jackets? shooting stars, Except they had to stop it because Billy Kidman kept botching it and almost breaking his neck. Yeah, and he, and he almost killed Chavo. Yuri, you do a backflip. It involves doing a backflip and falling But forward. the other that's way... That's what
1: happens when you wrestle in jorts. Other way, though. If you wrestle in was jorts, things happen. <laughs> yeah. he loves, This isn't itchy, Kidman. This is like... Well, he said it
2: was the oh jorts God. that made him do it, Byron. He was not wearing jorts at the time. And let me tell you no, something: no, 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 your your favorite wrestler wears jorts, Justin. You're- stop that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ask him what's ask him what's in the thermos. What's in the thermos, Justin?
2: Vodka. That's what he tells people, but he's a big fan. Jesse and I have of the of same TV.
1: This and is water.
3: We both have ginger, and we both drink vodka.
1: This is vodka. This is water.
3: We're drinking whiskey tonight,
0: though. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Um, Nora, remind me to tell you tomorrow what happens to Byron after three whiskeys.
3: Okay, sure.
1: Why are you guys talking about? I can't tomorrow? tell you tonight. I can tell you tomorrow, though. Um, Yeah, something
2: something Justin knows firsthand for some reason, which is really disturbing. Uh,
1: But I didn't uh, press the charges, though. I did not press charges, so it's all fine. Me and Byron are good now. Yeah, you made him do the podcast instead. That's great. Well, Uh, he's a money mark, you know. If you're gonna do it, I might as well get paid for it. All right. So, um. Oh, so we got to talk about this other segment that I think you may have some things to say about, Casey. This. um, Talking about. Benji and the Worldwide Underground thing.
2: Oh yeah, I don't like fake Paul Heyman. I don't. I really don't. And
0: yeah.
2: um, I like Paul Heyman. I just don't
1: like fake Paul Heyman. And uh, so but you really think that this this Benjamin character that's um, so called managing or whatever the Worldwide Underground is is really trying to be a Paul Heyman character?
2: He, look, he looks like him, but he basically acts like him. It's kind of lame, and um. I know he wasn't the original choice, but let's move on from that.
1: Um, wait, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. You can't do that. Who was the original choice? About this. It was it All was right, me. let me turn you up, Byron. What? Who was the original choice,
3: Byron? I think an unfair judgment because both these guys, while similar, I think in Casey's eyes, I think that's because Casey is throwing a very negative stereotype towards a certain type of people and he, that's where he thinks they're both the same because he thinks you know, the stereotype about them being, you know Jewish people who are 80. Oh, no. what are you saying? No. wait,
1: there's none of that going on here that's,
3: he's not, that's Jews. not
1: no, he's,
2: you know he's Jews, fat
3: right? he's fat and he's balding you know Jews, right? yeah
1: they're both. What,
2: what are
3: you That's saying? That's where you are the same. Oh, my God, Byron. That is
2: nah. so
1: racist for you to even imply that, Byron. You
2: know what I don't like, Justin? I don't like that this noob of a fucking character is coming in and ordering around the rest of Worldwide Underground. It's like, no, fuck that shit. They should, they should just – he should be buried up to his neck in a fucking desert by now for saying those things to Jack Evans, the
1: greatest wrestler alive possibly. What? I'll tell you a little bit of my problem with it is I really liked kind of where they were going with the Taya videotaping thing. Like, I, Yeah, I, but they've thrown
2: that out like three different ways. If you're looking for consistency in storytelling, you've come to the wrong place, Justin.
1: Well, definitely not with the Worldwide Underground because I feel like they had a lot of these other bigger storylines set and Worldwide Underground is kind of this placeholder yeah. in the middle things of the got season. A little, from-
3: I'm
2: not talking about it being from like a writing standpoint. It's because shit got fucked up and they had to shoot around it, so a lot of things went kind of bleh. You well, know? I mean,
1: hence why Jack is out there with the whiteboard. I mean, his jaw was freaking broken.
2: Right, yeah, Jack breaking his fucking jaw. You had Taya
1: with her visa issues. There was all
3: kinds You're of okay, stuff.
1: Man. So
2: there was... Yeah. All- yeah, we
3: have like two more
1: hours. And here's the guy. No, we're 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 totally going to be done by ten. I guarantee. Yeah, you. yeah, we're, we're wrapping in uh, twenty four minutes. So, yeah.
3: Uh. Well, and, s-
1: and speaking of which, I'll use that as a segue to move on from this segment. I, I thought okay. the segment was funny though. I mean, the verdict for me is still out on the whole manager character. Um. Okay, Byron. Now you can talk about Mil Muertes versus Jeremiah Crane, not Sammy Jeremiah Callahan. Crane. Oh. and the thing i'll say about this match first of all it was five star excellent yeah, match loved it and um, best
2: way to start a fucking match
3: talk about it and they they just keep going
1: <laughs> we always keep going byron
3: yeah what you know you seen, what Casey?
2: the best part justin is they were so tired of like melissa always fucking up the ring announcements that they just started fighting before she even did them it was great
1: Is that why they did that? That's not
2: why they did that.
3: Melissa Santos botches every single announcement. You
1: know, there's an (laughs) episode coming up that's called like the Revenge of the Ring announcer. And I'm pretty sure that might be the one where she comes out into the audience and smacks you in the mouth.
2: Dude, you don't remember how Howard Finkel was
1: there and fucking won the Gift of the Gods title? You were there at the tapings, bro. Dude, no spoilers. I'm not talking about what the Fink did. We can't do that. That's a spoiler.
0: But what was this match?
1: Me! (laughs) Me! Um so but anyway, this yeah, this match started off with a brawl, and we go to like the fifth of the commercial breaks in a row. I did not like the commercial placement, but at the end of the episode, when you realize how much they needed to get through there, it probably yeah. paid off. Um, but yeah, total carnage. And uh Loved it. I, this do, is the kind I feel like that um they turned it into a no DQ match during the break. I like that we didn't have to get some long explanation, like fight breaks out. And then we just hear from the announcers that Dario was like, "Fine, if these dudes want to fight like that, it's no DQ." And then we just okay. go for it, like no, no long explanation, no fifteen-minute raw opening segment to explain why we're going to have a DQ match. Like, no, these dudes are brawling, fine. No DQ match. Let's just go. Let's just. Tear and we up had the, we and had the up.
2: privilege of having Mil Muertes just murder him through a table right in front of us, and then the table not break. That's-
3: oh my Yeah. His name meets a thousand deaths. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's been dead twice on the show, and he's just a very bad. It's net. a weird
2: show. Not all wrestling is like this. This is a weird fucking show. None wrestling is like this. <laughs> I
3: don't His know, man. His body is the size of like a tree trunk Someone of pure like muscle.
0: Wow.
3: And he hurts. And Byron would know real bad. <laughs> like when
2: he came up to me and Byron standing next to each other, he was as wide as both of us standing
1: next to each other.
3: Oh Yeah,
1: he's a big dude. Um, yeah. So the spear spot that was supposed to go through the table was Ooh. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm turning you down for a second, Byron, because people right behind you are loud as that shit. Lo- that looked dirty as fuck. Uh, that that, that was, was crazy. But the other thing that I really liked is for people who haven't been at the temple, you need to know that there's a a, a clear Mil Muerte section, which is about eighty five percent of the temple and yeah. the believers. And, and then all, there's fifty the percent of they're
3: just are the, in this yeah they're this the dumbass
1: section. That don't move like no okay eighty five. But I'm, for this match, I'm definitely talking about the Tejano section because <laughs> they got wiped but out. They did not last very long because if you see where, uh, um, you know seats were they got wiped out in this match they They get wiped out in the next match yeah they They... need to move out of the
2: way though i thought you were gonna say the 15 percent that don't cheer for mil muertes are the people that he's wiped
1: out for not moving when he says to move because when that guy says move, he
2: fucking moved
1: they got up like crystal and all those people that were sitting over there i don't know if they ever got seats back i'm pretty sure stolman had their tejano signs before tejano even came out um during this match like uh, Sammy Callahan and Mil Muertes, I'm sorry, Jeremiah Crane and Mil Muertes clearly did not want anyone to sit down because they wiped out five or six rows of chairs. They came through the bleachers where we were to start the match. And like we weren't even in our right seats by the time the match started. It's all good, dude. As long as we get to see the match, I don't care where I'm
2: standing. You know?
1: But then it led to one of the craziest spots. So they put the chairs in, and it didn't look like a huge spot on TV, but... They put those chairs in there and they yeah. put two of them back to back. You know, steel yeah. chairs. Like, you know, I take a steel chair with me everywhere I go just to demonstrate stuff like this. So there's two steel chairs back to back like this. Thank you for being cool. And up. then Mill slams Sammy on this part back first. Now, if you're going to
2: demonstrate, you got to take the fucking bump, Justin. Well,
1: I can't because I'm, I'm up too high in the air. It was like kind of. <laughs> It was this, bu- it was uh, crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's not the part of the chair you want to land on.
2: No,
0: like, especially it's,
1: two of them back to back where there's no give. Yeah, 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 and it didn't even look that dramatic. It was like just wh- you just murdered a man for, yeah. for a spot that wasn't even that dramatic looking. It was crazy but
2: live. It was pretty fucking dramatic looking uh, there in person. That well, that yeah. match was dope. They cut that, a lot of
1: it out. Um, they had to once again. This is like the third time in a row. I think that one of Jeremiah's matches has been significantly shortened where we notice it yeah. on TV from what we saw live. Like, I don't know if he's just working too long or what, but well, it still was great on TV. Kill
2: shot, crane, that was them working too long, in my opinion, honestly. Yeah. They worked yeah. kind of like an indie guys, headliner.
3: Guys, guys, guys. Talk. Yes, we guys. can hear
1: you. You're here. Talk.
3: Guys. Guys. Yes. Yeah, talk. Um, I'm going to say that I think that Jeremiah Crane is used to working live audiences. Did you say yes, but I'm still muted? No. No, you're on! Okay, so I think he's used to working live crowds more than TV time limits. And that's why they have to trim his stuff down. But it's also why his stuff is so much fun to watch. Also, it's gross. He spits on his hand. And then... (laughs) slaps people with it
2: and not not like a little spit like fucking
1: loogie stream like
3: oh yeah, yeah. if you watch that yeah.
1: that uh Shane strickland match that he had at wrestle circus i mean their faces were just covered in saliva by the end of the match it was pretty gross
3: didn't he um didn't he uh during that match had hat around or bucket around before the match um, he and then the fans put money in it or i think someone did and then yeah. Sammy Callahan, like, just threw the in money back the, audience in the audience afterwards.
2: Yes. Good times. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Justin, what you one man's gross is another man's custom tape
1: idea. Just remember that, pal. That's true. That's true. There's well, oh, there's, there's a few wrestlers that I could see getting spit on and being okay with it. Sammy's not any of them, though. <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. That guy needs to never spit on me. Uh, but speaking of, of Sammy and his fluids, uh, or Jeremiah and his fluids. He uh he of course loses this match because it's Bill Muertes and he's the Man of a Thousand <laughs> <thoughts>. <laughs> But, uh, Katrina instead of giving the normal lick of death decided to try giving Sammy the lick of death from the inside out.
3: Yeah, she licked like, him she on the inside of his full mouth. was inside his mouth. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, she opened mouth kissed him.
1: Like, he's like he's, it was like TVMA. Like it uh, almost it pushed yeah. the ratings. It's, it's like a fucking Eric Roberts space, movie. He's
3: like unconscious. <laughs> The uh-huh. History. Yeah. So by Bob Byron Johnson with
1: the Eric Roberts you know. mentioned.
3: That's
1: hot. Byron, gross or sexy? The, <laughs> the 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 lick of death in this particular episode, gross or
3: sexy? I thought it, I thought it was funny because after she just sucked on the inside of his mouth, he was still like half conscious, but he was smiling. Just kicked him in the head. So I thought it was funny.
2: You know, it would have been even funnier is if she just fucking threw up, but. i wonder if they would have edited it from tv and then we would have told the story and no one would have fucking believed shit we should have just told the story
1: and no one would have believed us god damn it tanya evanger did that in victor tanya evanger puked after a fight and then kissed laura sankow on the mouth you know that's that's fine after the poop stoppage situation
2: throwing up in mma is nothing now i mean come on sure but um
1: I don't see Byron explaining that backstory, but let's talk about the real reason we're here today, Justin. We're getting there. We're getting there. The real reason we're here today is because uh, a a relatively famous comedian named Godfrey said really nice things about Pentagon. Yeah, yeah. You
2: know what? Godfrey is great because not many people know this, but he is named after the the great director, Godfrey Ho, director of Ninja Terminator. Uh, he was actually named after him. And uh, if he wasn't, he can
1: come on our show and tell me
2: otherwise. To watch Ninja
3: We're going to have to make that happen
1: then, because I'm pretty sure that's not like,
2: like, he's
3: not named after Godry, maybe Godfrey Hope.
1: Dude,
2: he's... what do you think he's named after, like, some fucking knight from the Middle Ages? No, no, Godfrey he's Hope. Named Hope.
3: After, he's named after Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Everyone that's not, no, That's they,
1: freed. That's freed. They, they that's spell and they
3: name. they spell and
2: pronounce their names completely dif- differently. Homer Nixon. Jesus Christ. Simpsons oh, reference. Oh my God. Um, I
1: wonder if he's related to this Homer
2: okay. Nixon.
3: fellow.
1: So anyway, this Agent Winter character is apparently now taking over for Renegade. So at first, I was a little upset by that. Our Councilman Delgado Lorenzo Lamas, is gone. Rest in peace, Lorenzo. Lorenzo
3: Lamas was on the show, but a guy punched him in the head so, and knocked off the set like a balloon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it was dope. I was a little upset that he was replaced at all, but I kind of like this non-conventional casting. Like I wasn't expecting. Uh, like dude. a lot of people at first were like, "Who is this serious guy?" And it's like, that's comedian
2: Godfrey. Dude, you know what? First, I marked out a little bit because I thought it was the dude that was Silk on Hang Time, the great TNBC comedy. But no, oh, it wasn't. It. it was Godfrey. No, they yes. th- these guys kind of look alike.
3: Casey.
2: these two Casey. specifically. What's up? Yeah, why are you what, red?
3: Is that, is, that because, is that because you think they all look the same?
2: No, that isn't. And why were you red all of a sudden? Is Kane doing a run-in?
3: You, you need to stay out of my business.
1: Byron, not everything just, is racist. You know what? I'm just trying to make you not get tombstoned right now, bro. But you know what? Get tombstoned. I
2: don't care. I don't oh care. God. Get dropped on your fucking head. Because you know what? godfrey said
1: his favorite wrestler was pentagon dark and i
2: bet it is in yeah. real
3: life yeah it should be
1: well so anyway there were some really key plot elements to this that i think we may need to discuss like, These are like um he says the order has named him as delgado's replacement so now we clearly know we're dealing with the order and yeah so for those the of fight- you like really shitty ps4 games there you go these are the guys who clearly want to reestablish the uh ancient Aztec gods into power and reality. Um they talk pretty openly about the gauntlet being a god that's inhabiting cage and almost fully taking over at this point. Hey
2: Byron. Um, Byron. When someone says the order, um what what uh wrestling group do you automatically think of? Byron has right.
3: I can't hear has, anything. Has no uh, it's
2: fine, fine. You know what? Um, it's. The order? I wonder if this order is from the... a New World or not. Too sweet. Oh, the New
3: World. Do you mean? Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, for life.
2: For life. Yes. Too yes. Sweet. Too sweet. Um. So yeah. Um. Scott Hall is limo guy confirmed. And, no, it's
1: uh, not Scott so, Hall. It's the fake Razor raised- no. Room ramo from guys,
3: wwe for real scott hall will never get a driver's license again he's been drunk for too much of his life
2: no dude that's why he's in the back of the fucking limo he wasn't it's the a driver. limo he's not a oh.
1: driver they can still be in
2: a car okay, they
3: serve
1: booze in the back of limos it's perfect
3: mm-hmm. that's a valid point that's a valid point
1: or Byron, do you think it's some kind of racism from. that's keeping him from having the part?
2: No, dude, he has the part. We saw him no. at the temple. He went up to Vinny and said,
1: what, "Hey, yo, I'm sorry, my face face son's a head. piece of yo. shit." Yeah, he said, "Hey, yo, I'm sorry, my son's a piece of shit, Vin Man." I'm and sorry, man. Vin Man. <laughs> Guys,
3: I, I, I do, I do think it's important to to bring up that Cody Hall sucks. Yes. And no one should be his friend. Okay point taken yeah um i was kind of being a dick to him so (laughs) yeah he was addicted to our friend the
1: the the, um the moral of the story the moral of the story here though is that agent godfried is now inserted into this whole storyline to watch over dario to make sure that the gods come back to power basically right or am I missing something that's basically what we get from this yeah and he said my favorite
2: wrestler is pentagon dark but his body will also burn during the end times which, which is unacceptable order. which is unacceptable it's tall order motherfucker because last time pentagon was around fire I saw a fat Canadian vampire roasting so there you go
1: well but we're we're basically saying oh here it's okay that- Byron I'm working I'm just working it's okay but we're basically saying here that that we're making Pentagon a baby face by doing this, right? Isn't that what Godfrey Dude, what basically f- did? What's wrong with you, Justin? Pentagon's been a baby face this whole time. To you, but I'm saying this is now solidifying it storyline-wise that we can't have Pentagon roast in the flames of hell. So tell, now Pentagon will going when- have to be in... Tell me one unjustified thing. Stop the end of time, Justin. What
2: what unjustified evil thing has Pentagon done, and I will shoot it down as completely justified
1: right now. I mean, we can talk about the end of this episode, but that'd be out of order, dude. That was that was was uncalled for. (laughs) I called for it. Did you not see me go? I mean, it was, okay, okay, you're right. I can't say it was uncalled for because literally we called for it. Literally, we asked the man to break some arms. All right, so let's get there. Let me, let me get out of this segment. Tejano, Pentagon, Dark. Let's get to this strong style (laughs) cowboy, the breaker of bones. Um, Stiff as hell. This is uh, Lucha Libre strong style. You got Pentagon flying, Pentagon's the high flyer in this match, which is awesome. He's Mm -hmm. flying in and out of the ring. Tejano's hitting them with European uppercuts and slaps that would yeah. make your mama cringe. And when I'm um, like
2: when we were talking about how they don't know how to use Tejano to the best of his abilities, this match was. Definitely yeah,
3: was using
1: And I have to say abilities. I have to say that the, the only thing that was more loud and deafening than Tejano's slaps um was beautiful Brenda. <laughs> she was quite the, the shrieksome thing at this match
2: you know uh i i appreciated what happened in the match uh this was this is just a great episode because Our boy Pentagon, you don't interfere in his matches or he'll break your fucking arm. And then he'll break your valet's arm as well. And uh, that's that's all, dude. We got two arm breakings. So I want to give my official rating for this week because Pentagon was on the episode and he won. That's a five out of five. You only need two things for a five out of five. Don't make me do any fucking division because if only one exists and the other doesn't, then it's a zero because the Pentagon's on the show, and then he loses zero points.
1: It's either zero or five. So, but this five. has got to this has got to rate even higher. You've got a new character praising Pentagon. You've got Pentagon breaking um, a manager's arms, and then the manager's manager's arms, which is a woman, which is amazing. Yeah, um, just equal opportunity all around. And you've got Tejano. Not getting his arm broken and getting in some strong style. You got Mil Muertes, who's your second favorite compared to Pentagon, right? I mean, or was uh, up there at some point. He He's number three. He's high dude. on your list. Yeah, Fox is two now, so he's three. Yeah. Okay, but so yeah, that's, that's reasonable, but he's really high on your list. And he's putting people through tables, and that was an amazing match. Fucking And then right. you've got Paul London and his codpiece actually winning. Yeah. Like, this is a pretty damn... I I have to say, of regular mid-season episodes that didn't have, like, a big event, like an Aztec Warfare or an Ultima Lucha or Graver Consequences or something, this has to be probably one of my favorite ever episodes. That's just a regular middle-of-the-season episode. I mean, it had a
2: lot of stuff. Yeah, it's up there for me, but, you know, uh, Kane's doing a run-in again, but, uh, man, let me tell you... uh, it only goes to five Justin and the only way it can go higher than five is if Pentagon wins some gold and we both know that's never going to fucking happen. So,
1: well, at this point it's definitely never going to happen, especially if they don't get a green light for season. (sighs) Clearly it's not going to happen this season. So there's just not enough time left in the season to build a storyline like that. I don't think, um, they so, had their
2: chance at Ultima Lucha Dose, and then they fucked well, it up. Well, that's when it
1: should have happened. But, but clearly, I don't know if Pentagon did something to DJ backstage or pissed him off or what. But Byron, before we talk about the last segment, what do you think about this Pentagon? Te- I thought
3: it was really
1: great. Hold on. match. What? what te- I can't. Tejano. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Hello? Guys. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. Go.
3: Hi. Uh, Hi, I enjoyed it. I thought it was enjoyable. And it was a good match.
2: I enjoyed um, it. I, I enjoyed that Pentagon won. I mm-hmm.
3: enjoyed the fact that he fought
1: Tejano, who I also respect. Wait, this this is your expert analysis of the match?
3: I enjoyed it. Uh, it was enjoyable. I like the parts where they hit each other and kicked each other. This is I like I Fisher Price's My First Podcast. What's going on I, ooh, I thought it was cool that Pentagon only seen him break one at a time. He breaks his arms after the match. That's why he's our favorite. Pentagon is a skeleton ninja. And
2: his character is basically, yeah. um, you know, like from Bloodsport, fucking uh, Bolo's character. You no know basically
1: Bloodsport. How do you make my character. favorite show in the world sound so asinine? Like when you say skeleton ninja, it just doesn't roll off the top. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know why, Justin? Because he doesn't
2: spice up his vocabulary like we do, because we would say he's a motherfucking skeleton ninja.
1: I guess that's you know? what it is. You need more expletives. You're in a bar yeah, in New York City, for Christ's sakes. Say the yeah. F word. I'm in a Thai restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes, that makes it all better. No, that makes more sense, yeah. Um, all right, so... Yeah. So you like the match. Good for you. Guys. All right. Let's talk about this last segment because I've been waiting for this one for a long time. What,
3: Byron? This. Go ahead. You see? I'm doing it. I like to do stupid stuff that frustrates them. Why is that frustrating? Zero miedo. Got it. Anything that I do kind of frustrates them. Got it. Cero miedo. Cero miedo. Seattle
1: metal. What? <laughs> I don't even know where I don't even know what you're saying anymore, Brian. Okay, so let me talk about this last segment here. Yeah, Katrina and the Captain. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Everyone Not knows I've been top. waiting for this for a long time. Can I? Can I? Oh, we got to get my theory in there, bro. Let's do We're this. gonna get to it. We're gonna get to yeah. your theory. Let me let me kind of recap some of this I'm gonna because this is spoilers. Spoilers. Story. All right, storyline. Byron, I'm gonna mute you for a second. You can explain to her while I'm talking about this. So Katrina says. I thought we agreed to stay out of each other's ways, and you the captain is the like, "You have to do the voices." No, I, 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 I can't do the voices. I, A, I, we agreed A, to stay
3: out of each other's
1: way. Puerto Rican, which I can't really do, and B, they're women, and I can't really do that. Oh, God, I, yeah, I, we I can't
2: do the voices. Okay, let me do it. No, I'm not
1: gonna do. No, fuck it, I don't want to do it. <laughs> i don't think you want to do this one casey i don't so, yeah as much as i love the casey impressions i don't think you want to do this one yeah um you know and carmen's been nice enough to come on the show too and if you do a bad carmen she's going yeah, to I know. She, yeah ass.
2: she's got like military training and shit i don't need i don't need her man yeah me.
1: she's she's a, she's a former soldier she's trained to kill people like you dude <laughs> <laughs> though i believe she's out of the country so you might be a, safe a lot me, of people too. are trained to kill people like me a lot of people um Anyway, so we get this kind of moment. And it's like, oh snap! Why is Katrina in Captain Hotness's office? And because they have that, to hold up the medallion from Bloodsport, bro. I know, but that was like mind-boggling just to start. And then, um, you know, they said that they agreed to stay out of each other's way, but then Captain Hotness is like, "We did, but I need your help because the gods are coming," and you know. If they're united, we're all going to suffer. And then, you know, Katrina is being hard. Gods don't scare me. Like, whatever. You're nuts. You might have Mm -hmm. Mil Muertes, but we're talking about Aztec gods here. Come on. Um, And um, so she's saying that she wants the gauntlet and that Cage is almost fully possessed. Mm -hmm. Then we have her saying that she gave Katrina life twice. Yes. And holds up her half of the medallion. So that was an interesting little trick or something. And then Katrina says that this is not a life and she's living as a shade. And this kind of explains her weird teleportation stuff and whatnot. Um, I'm surprised, Justin. Continue. I'll I'll explain it. Continue. No. So you're going to have to explain it for me. And then Katrina reaches for the the captain's half of the medal, and the captain pulls it away. And she says, once you have the gauntlet, I'll give you your life back. Mm -hmm. And then Katrina says to the captain, without the medal, you'll no longer be immortal. And then the captain says, I don't fear death. I only fear the gods. And then basically we get the big revelation. Well, it seems like we have a deal then mother or mom or whatever she says. So she brought her
2: to life. She gave her life twice, Justin, because, you know, when a man and a woman get together and make a baby. That's the first one. That's the first one. Second one, she brought her back to life with a medallion when she died. All right, keep but, talking. I got
1: to do something. All right, go.
2: all right. Justin's giving me fucking free reign here. This is great because I have, I have a great theory for all of you right now um, because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, who's the father of uh, Katrina? And I have scoops for you. Katrina is half lizard. There you go. She is part of the Snake Tribe. Tell that to Dave Meltzer. Make sure he runs with it. Cubs fan. But, hey, you know, it's just me here by myself. You got silent-ass Byron over there. And let me tell you, I love each and every one of you in the audience. I really do, except for most of you, which I I have a deep-seated contempt for. But um, that's it this week for masks mats and mayhem so be calm and stay in the mix
1: really that's Woo! how you're gonna go out byron you got anything else you want to say guys the what
3: the fuck? guys
1: <laughs> guys we do have to go soon but go ahead byron
3: stay calm and stay in a mix that's I did it i did it right i and did it right Dane. What is stay, this? Oh, this is stay,
1: horrifying.
2: Stay calm and
3: stay in the mix.
2: Wow. Do it. This is stay not calm the...
3: and stay in the mix. No, it's be calm stay, and stay in the mix. Be calm. Uh, be calm. Stay, stay in the mix. Stay,
2: hey, take it. All right. And Paul, yeah. the answer is lower half, bro. Lower half.
1: Nora, Nora, don't give away your Twitter or anything important unless you want to. But thank you for hanging with us for for hey, byron for, for byron and nora in new york for lucha Dringo somewhere in the valleys of at los byron angeles fever. yeah yeah at byron at fever nora's- sorry i muted you one more time nora
0: nora's so cool
1: all right there we go and uh i'm at justin harvey 75 until next time stay calm and stay in the mix
0: My